The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Key Marine Center of Northwest Florida. Hope you are taking it easy this Friday morning because we've got more rain on the way. I mentioned before here on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Hey, I'm Jenna Barr. You like to text in 850-437-1620. I mentioned earlier, uh, Stefan, he's joining me now with Boat Smart. Stefan, I said, I don't know if you're going to be on the boat or like getting to and from in a I, boat. I heard you. And I was this saying, is a yeah. lot of rain. It I just know. Hasn't I was stopped. looking at the weather on the way in and it's going to clear up a little bit as we go into tomorrow and Sunday, I think. So you may have opportunity to get out there on that boat. All right. Well, let's hope. Let's yeah, hope. We, let's let's hope. Uh, get a little reprieve, get out there on a boat. But if you have a question or a comment, you want to text in 850-437-1620. Stefan is here as our expert to answer all your boating or George Stone questions. Yeah, of course. And, you know, the last three weeks we've had guests on and we kind of got away from the boating subject, but we're right back on it. So if you do want to ask me a question, do that. I'm more than happy to help you out with your boating questions or boating needs. We'll just get you squared away. You are listening to Boat Smart and it is a call-in show, 850-437-1620. Boat Smart, sponsored by Key Marine Center of Northwest Florida. Key Marine located at 5621 Bower Road here in Pensacola, 850 com is their website. You can check them out there. You can also go Google Key Marine, and it will come up uh, to the website. So check your website out. Key Marine is your Yamaha, Mercury, and Suzuki Repower Center. And you remember I said, hey, uh, every time I say that, I kind of give a little laugh or something but i'm not laughing this time guess what key marine has a couple of 154 stroke mercury's coming in uh in the next few days so if you're interested in a repower you need to give key marine a call at 850-492-0487 i'm sure those engines will go fast so you need to make a call and maybe put your name on it Uh, they have heavily discounted prices on these motors so they're wanting to get you uh, taken care of they want to give you a great deal on these 150 mercury so remember uh, key marine is your yamaha mercury and repower and suzuki repower center as well key marine specializes in service and repair on all mercury's or mercury yamaha and suzuki product they have trained technicians that can provide top-notch product service and repair check them out on facebook as well and as jenna said i'm the marine instructor over at georgestone technical college georgestone located at 2400 lonely drive georgestonecollege.edu is the website great chat feature on there i love the chat feature you can get a hold of me or anyone over at george stone uh, on the chat feature that's just the best way to get a hold of us uh, also if you go to the website and you look up my program my cell phone number is actually on that site so i don't mind people calling my cell uh, i may not answer if i don't recognize the number so you can call and then text back and say i have a, uh, if i didn't answer and just say i have a question about your program uh, more than happy to help you out i've gotten a lot of phone calls or i say a lot two phone calls from south carolina in the last few weeks and i don't know what's going on but uh we're getting the word out all the way to south carolina i have a student starting uh next uh 
month that's coming from South Carolina to get into my program. So it's just uh, it's just great to see us getting out away from the Pensacola area and that kind of stuff. So it's just great. So we have uh, uh, Key from Gulf Breeze Marine has a question about his inboards and outboard. Okay, so we got him on the line, Jenna. Is that correct? Okay, good. We'll take that call. Good morning. Good morning. What's your question? I've got a Merc Cruise. I've got a Merc Cruise, and um, the skeg was broken off of the outdrive. Yep. And I've got that piece. Can I weld that back on? Yeah, you or can. some balancing techniques you have to do? Well, it depends on how far up it's broken. Is it broken really close to the case, or is it broken a little lower? Uh, close to the case. Okay. It depending on how close it is to the case. If you have, I'm, I'm assuming now. I don't, you know, what happens when you assume, but I'm thinking you probably broke it off on on backing into a driveway or something because they, they just normally don't fall off. And if you have it in your hand, I bet you you didn't break it in the water, correct? <laughs> no, I had a um, subcontractor was going to fix my t- trailer because it rusted, and he came and he jacked the boat up. Ah. Okay. Pull the trailer out from under it. Okay. It tilted over and hit the concrete, and the and the skeg broke off. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, that's that. That way, we don't have to worry about hopefully, you know, the prop shaft being bent or anything. T- typically, when someone breaks a skeg off, they hit something, and a lot of times it bends a prop and a prop right. shaft. So we don't think we have to worry about that. Okay. So here's my suggestion on that. If I would probably suggest that you take it to a welding shop and somebody that would uh, know specifically how to weld on these um, skegs. There's a little bit of a process to yeah. it to do that. Are you Should a welder, sir? A full penetration weld? Well, or? yeah. Yeah, and the way I've learned to do it, and I'm not a welder, okay, So, but I've had skegs weld on a lot, okay, on different boats and stuff. So the way you do it, you kind of make a shark's tooth type um, – cut in other words up and down up and down up and down a yep yeah. a groove well the whole cut and then you kind of mesh them together like you would they're the shark's teeth where they kind of grab each kind of in between each other that gives you more surface area to weld does that make sense instead of welding a straight mm-hmm. line you weld up and down up and down up and down and that gives you much more surface area to weld the problem can be that if you're too close to the case you can you can damage or warp the case one thing or damage seals or something like that so i would take it to a professional uh to have that done if you know unless you're a professional oh, yeah, i'm not going to do it myself yeah yep yep no i'm not doing it um, myself you know, if I guess if I can say that the I'm a, I'm a gas and go guy. Okay, I got you. Yep, and that's okay. Um, there's several welding places around town. Uh, Fluid uh, Welding is one of the locations that I use. I'll throw their name out there. They're good. They do a lot of marine applications. Uh, check with them, and uh, they could probably help you out on that. Okay. Okay, I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Hey, I got one other question. Okay, no problem. Does Volvo's does Volvo still make the XDP outdrive? Oh, uh, I do not believe that they do. I do not believe. Are you? I had a Chaparral, had a Chaparral 267, and I love the boat. Mm-hmm. 
But every summer I broke a drive shaft, and yeah. Volvo would do nothing to help me out. Yeah, you know, I understand. I just I'm not I'm not uh, into the Volvo stuff right now. I have I'm not, I have really only worked for a few dealers in my career, uh, so not 100 percent sure on that. So we don't even really mess with too many Volvos at school. So I, I don't blame you. Yeah, well, you know, it, it, it's it's preference, and if you have bad luck, I understand. You know, they are a good drive. I mean, most of the time, you, you do have good luck with them. Sometimes you just get a bad one, you know. So appreciate your phone yeah, call well, today. I, it was hooked up to an 8.1 Volvo. Yep. And they said, oh, well, they didn't make the shaft strong enough to handle all the torque on yep. the 8.1. I said, well, that's not my fault. <laughs> yeah, I understand what you're they saying. They wouldn't. You you put all that horsepower torque in front of those and and you know Mercruiser used to do the yeah, same so thing. They had I sold them. that I sold that and went and got this work up for the Mercruiser in yep. it. Yep, yep. Mercruiser used to put some heavy horsepower in front of the Alpha Drive and they realized that was an issue and they they you know now they got the Bravos in front of them. So we appreciate that phone call, sir. Thank you very much for listening. All right, man. It's raining out here in Gulfree, so <laughs> no boating today. Well, it's sun shining in here, so because Jenna's got that smile going okay, today. Thanks. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Keith. That's awesome. <laughs> Appreciate Thank that. You. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at the weather over here, and it is raining. There's no doubt about it. So you you were playing that song, Take It Easy, coming in. Oh, yeah. And we didn't plan that, did we? No. No, we didn't, we didn't. plan it. No, I you just, played it. I was hearing Eagles in my head. So. Well, the song, Take It Easy, I love it because – you know, we started school on August 10th, and new students, which is one on Wednesday, today's Thursday. I feel, or what's today, Friday? Oh my gosh, I've lost count. Oh yeah, boy. No. All oh right. boy. So, you know, we, we started school on the 10th. I have seven new students walk into my classroom. Wow. Yes, it's awesome. So, how was day one then? Day one was with seven awesome. Seven new students. Good. It was awesome. You know, here's the thing, Jen. I don't know. People may know this. May they may not know this. I pray for my school every day. I pray for my classroom. I pray to give that God gives me a good day. And and that morning I got up and I prayed that God give me a good day today. Give my students a good day. So you know. Good. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He didn't do that. He gave us a great day. Oh, so he stepped up. it up a notch, and I'm telling you, it was one of the Good. first days I came in where we didn't have any glitches on that first day. And usually it's a computer problem. Usually it's somebody doesn't show up or, you know, something like that. But sure. we had everybody showed up that day. Everybody did what they were supposed to do, and we just had a great day. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that and kind of give the, the listeners an idea of the, the students that came in on that day. So on, on, uh, on the 10th, which is a Tuesday and I, I will tell you this I feel like we were there the whole week but we were only there for two days because there's a lot going on when I get new students in I think that is probably my most stressful time at, as an instructor when mm-hmm. I get new students enter my classroom because I got so much going on and, and if you listen to my show for a long period of time you know that I teach six different courses with students at all different levels and on the first Monday of every month we're able to get brand new students in if we have places for them to sit you know to get them into the classroom and when we start in August a lot of times I will take a a, a a good amount of students coming into my class because that's typically how it works it's not really uh usual for me to take only one or two students in our in august it's typically several students because i'm completing students i'm moving students around that kind of thing so we took seven new students two of the seven uh, five of the seven are full-time students they're there from 2 15 until nine o'clock at night okay two of the students are uh, from there from uh, 2.15 until 5.15, part-time first half, okay? So 
when I'm looking at this class and how the students are there at certain times and that kind of thing i'm trying to figure out how am i going to juggle this class to try to get the information out and that kind of stuff okay so i kind of come up with a plan and i try to work my plan as we go into all this well the the cool part about this the two uh part-time students first half are dual enrolled students these are high school students that are still in high school and they're coming to my class after they get out of high school and in the afternoon which is really cool because when you think of our industry and our industry partners, Yamaha, Mercury, everyone that's, that, that continues to have conversation with me, we're looking for younger people to get into the, into the industry. You know, long-term, younger people to get into the industry. So this really is good when I see uh, the, the dual-enrolled students. And I haven't had dual-enrolled for a long, long time. I don't know why. It just happens that way. Uh, probably been back into my third year at Georgetown when I had dual-enrolled, maybe my second year. But now we have dual-enrolled students again. I guess we're getting the word out. You know, the school goes to the high schools all the time. We go to high schools and right. talk about this, right. you know. Um, there's options for college, you know, instead of going to college, that kind of thing. And when you get a student that comes in and is dual-enrolled, chances are – hopefully the chances are they're going to con when they graduate they're going to come back to my class that's the goal right if that's their goal to come back to my class and take my class full-time and finish well when they're part-time doing role you can't get as much time in so we're looking to get them through our first 300 hours ocpa get them graded get them completed let them get them to learning uh the marine industry and then hopefully just spark or ignite that will or want to come back to the program and and uh, only been there two days and, and the two students that came in are always already excited about it you know what about summer school i'm like wow we just came off of summer school but we can talk about it you know well we want to come back for summer school we want to you do this and and that and i'm thinking that's a good sign you know yeah it's a good sign beavers it is and and when I said the, that coming into my class uh, with new students is my most stressful time uh, as, as an instructor, it really is because I have all this going on. I have my students that, are, uh, that have been there for a while, and I have new students are coming in. And I don't like to say uh, I want to keep them entertained, but in the reality of it is you have to kind of keep people engaged, and a part of that is being entertained, if you will, right? Entertained and learning, right? So you have to kind of come up with a plan to be able to uh, keep them engaged and keep them interested, uh, it, it wouldn't do me very, it wouldn't do them very good if I said, "Okay, I'm gonna go out here with my previous students. I'm gonna work with them. You guys just sit in here and wait for me to come back, right?" Right. They're probably That's, gonna get bored. <laughs> yeah, not gonna help at all. Right. So I come up with this plan and I work the plan, and and sometimes the plan doesn't work out well. Monday it worked out well. Yesterday was really good. I just had to tweak a few things. And as my uh, part-time students start uh, in their learning, learning, my full-time students are doing it. So the full-time are getting ahead of the part-time a little bit, right? Yeah, naturally. So if you can match, you can, you can try to understand how that works, and, and you try to match them up somehow along the way. So I'll skip around a little bit here and there and try to work things together and try to get them in. So yesterday what I did, I sent the, full, the new full-timers in the second uh, – in a the second half of my first part of my day i said why don't you go hang out in the shop for a little bit and see what the students are doing you know and then i work with the part-timers uh in the beginning to get them kind of caught up with the full-timers and we did an entrance test and the full-timers already did an entrance test so now my plan is on uh on monday when we come back we're going to go over an entrance test monday or tuesday 
we'll do that reason i say monday or tuesday is because you know i talk all the time about my partners in with uh, mercury marine my partnership with with yamaha and jeff kilgore from mercury would be by monday uh to work with my students a little bit and to help and to talk to my new students about mercury marine and i'm sure in the near future i'll have jeff crane from yamaha that'll come in there and do that uh as well so we have this kind of a, a ongoing plan to make this work for my students so uh that is always the goal to keep them engaged to keep them in a learning uh, environment and keep them coming challenging. back for more we want them to come back for more <laughs> we want them to come back for more 850-437-1620 is the phone number if you have a question or comment please give us a call or text 850-437-1620 i love getting calls from you guys and and just uh, a text or whatever i know you're out there listening and i just want i like hearing it from you when you call me and ask me a question or just even have a comment or something like that so so when you look at this uh scenario of different students that are coming in you have to to i work really hard on classroom management which is very important to me and when you walk into my class on the first day i have a you have i have place cards on my desk i have assigned seating is that crazy to you i mean no, but I know you, so I know that's just a part of, like, you like organization, then you can get to know their yeah. names and memorize right, it, exactly. and it helps you. Yep. It would help me. Yeah, yeah I understand. Yep. So I have a sign seating. I have my classroom set up the way I want it to be set up and that kind of stuff. And the funny thing about a sign seating for me is my new students, I have them sitting up front right in front of my desk kind of area, so I'm right there close with them. I can see their names on their placard. I can uh, engage with them pretty easily with that. And then as, uh, as the new students roll into my class – I take my previous students and I roll them to the back of the class. So being at the back of the class is actually a good thing for my previous students. They like being at the back of the class because they take that as a, uh, you know, that signifies that they learned something and they're able to move. Yes. So I have a student, his name's Eric, and and, uh, he came into my class. He was actually one of my youngest students at the time last year when he came in. So he always wants to go to the back of the class believe it or not i want to go to the back of the class and when he came in he was on co-op over the summer we we, when we made a plan to pull him out of co-op and put him back in the classroom for more learning Uh, not because he was doing bad it was our original plan he's working part-time at a dealership and then we co-opted him over the summer to give him some more uh, experience in field we brought him back and he was curious about where he was going to sit when he came into the classroom and i actually have eric now in the back of the class so that he he likes that and i think that's pretty cool eric leveled up yep he leveled up so and he's doing a great job you know and one of the things that this week that kind of struck me was one of my students said to me uh my uncle listens to your show and i was like your uncle listens to my show and i said do they like it he said he loves it listens every friday i i don't know the uncle's name or anything i'd give him a little shout out but isn't that a, a good feeling to hear that when I have students that walk in and they say, my uncle, I listen to your show. My uncle listens to your show. My grandma, my friend listens to your show yeah, on Fridays. What's you know that people hear you and they appreciate yes. it. They can always text in and, and say exactly, hey. They can. And I think it's we're getting the word out, you know. Oh, yeah. And that's why our class is staying, staying full. So I have, is this a text message coming in here? Yes, sir. Okay. Is the reason you avoid Volvo, is that just not very popular on the Gulf Coast? That's a great question. Okay. So when you, when you look at technicians and people working in the field, uh, a lot of times 
you'll have a technician that prefers Yamaha. They prefer Mercury or both, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and the question about the Volvo uh, being uh, popular on the Gulf Coast, it's it's probably more popular up around lakes and stuff if you look at what the Volvo uh, stern drive uh looks like okay as far as where they go okay so when you look at territory and that kind of stuff that is that does play a major uh factor in dealerships in certain areas of the country okay so when you look at our area here in the pensacola panhandle area you're looking at yamaha is very uh predominant in our area okay mercury is going to come along really close second but if you move over to the Jacksonville area, the East Coast area, when you go over there, it flip-flops on you, okay? You have Mercury very uh, dominant in that area, and Yamaha coming up behind them over there. And I think it's a uh, it's, it's, it's preference of the people in the area, maybe. It's, uh, it's the amount of dealerships that you have, that kind of thing. Uh, but it does depend on territory, kind of where, you know, as far as where you are, where you live. Uh, you go further north, you'll see, uh, you may see more Mercury's up there, and you're not seeing any Yamahas on the lake. I got a buddy that has a place up in Scottsboro, Angler Marine. He sees more Mercury's than he does Yamahas. He does see a few Yamahas, but he don't see, uh, you know, um, he, but he sees more Mercury's up in that area. So it is territory. I hope I answered that question. And, and, and I don't want to knock anybody's different products or anything. Really, I don't, because it's not really that the product is bad it's, it's just that i'm not familiar with the product because i you know i typically haven't worked on a lot of volvos in my career okay i've worked on a ton of mercruisers i work on a ton of mercury's and, and yamahas through my career my career as well as over at the school okay so i'm not familiar with the product and you know and, and every product has good and bad every product it doesn't matter what they are they they all have their little uh you know uh, issues or what have you or you know that kind of thing but it's getting to know the product is very important for the technician and a lot of times when you have a technician that knows Yamaha they know Yamaha they keep that Yamaha running because they know it uh, same with Mercury same with Volvo so knowing the product and uh, knowing that uh, that you you stay uh, engaged with the product as far as learning and that kind of stuff so I hope I answered that question um, not bashing anything you know right. in the market I right know you yeah yep also here's one while we're talking about different products guess who i talked to to uh the first of or the first of last week or first of this week actually i talked to suzuki marine and what they say and they're interested in getting involved in our classroom like an instructor or no, no, yeah, I spoke with an air, like an area rep, just like Jeff Kilgore, oh, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. an area Jeff. rep for uh, Suzuki. Spoke with him, and uh, Terry Posey is his name, and he is interested in helping us at, at school with product and training. So that is also very exciting. So to have them getting involved, and I'm hoping to hear from them more as we get into the new year. I, I don't know how heavy that's going to be for us, but anything helps us uh, to get students involved. Because I have students that are working at suzuki dealerships key marine now is a suzuki dealer right and i'm sure that's where that contact came from is through probably key marine uh and of course every time i see a suzuki rep i'm always talking to him hey come over to my school see what we do help us out so that's probably uh the where what happened there is i talked to everybody uh in the industry and they got involved so uh guess we're getting ready to end the show again 
We are. All right. Well, thank you, Key Marine Center, for sponsoring the show. Thank you for the listeners, calls, and all the texts we got today. And stay dry today. The weather's going to clear up tomorrow and Sunday. Get out there and do some boating. And we'll be back in here next Friday.